What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Strample, an online fitness and an online business coach helping millennial and young coaches step into the space confidently, build their online fitness coaching business, and scale that bad boy while keeping it super healthy and buying back their free time. Guys, today is going to be very in-depth and probably a little bit of an emotional episode, but I promise you it's going to be the episode that you probably walk away with the most takeaways. So I'm going to talk to you guys about the biggest lessons I learned this last year in 2021 with my online fitness coaching business and just in general um, in my life that actually, I believe, truly helped me figure out exactly what all the bottlenecks were in my business, but also what truly have just really helped me find what I actually love doing, what I actually love doing in business, um, which alone has created such a massive slingshot effect, not just in business, but in my life that has been released. And I can tell you guys now we are full throttle. Um, things have been going better than ever in business in life. And I'm excited to share it with you guys. So buckle in because there's going to be quite a few takeaways. As you guys know, our millennial brains, we have a lot of stimulation in this world. I know sometimes it's hard to listen to an hour long episode of a podcast. So I'm going to keep this a short sweet, simple, and give you guys as many actionable takeaways as possible, just based off of the experiences and lessons that I've had. So let's jump into the episode, my friends. So I got a, an incredible mindset mentor that I actually met in Austin through a program that I'm in, um, back in, what was it? Wow. October now. And most of the, the lessons I've learned this year actually came from something more personal or something more within that just translated straight into my business. So this was FTF's biggest year ever. Uh, we brought in close to about 1.6 million in revenue, which is just absolutely insane. I could have never imagined considering last year, we just barely made um, the 1 million mark. So it was definitely a massive year for us. We brought in, wow, now we went from a team of, I believe, four to a team of like 21 of us. So it's been a really big year for us. And more than anything, it's been a massive year of growth for me just personally. This was definitely the most life-changing year I've ever had to experience. And I say had to because there was a lot of forced growth based out of um, situations and circumstances that were not within my control. So I will be sharing that with you guys today. So number one thing that I think I learned this last year is that with entrepreneurship, it is just personal development with a paycheck. And this is something that my mentor, Artemis, um, he is my mindset mentor. He's helping me bring a lot more spirituality into business. I always thought, you know, my system, my brain is very system-based, very left-brained, very much so just like, how can I make things quicker, faster, simpler? And I was always really opposed to the mindset aspect. I was like, oh, mindset workshops, oh, vision board workshops. Like, I don't need those. They're stupid. And I fully embraced being who I was rather than my accomplishments and what I did this year. And when I stopped focusing so much on being a human doing and started being a human being, my business completely took off because I realized I started doing the things in my business that were within my zone of genius. And also I felt so much better about everything I was doing, the content I was producing, um, the mindset work I was able to actually do with my clients. And I dug into those limiting beliefs of I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, I'm not perfect, which I realized were actually a lot of the limiting beliefs that were coming up for me without even realizing. And they created a lot of bottlenecks in my business. I tried to do way too many things too quickly. And that actually leads me into my second point. So the first one is um, entrepreneurship is just personal, personal development with a paycheck, which means you constantly need to be digging deeper to learn more about who you are as a person, regardless of the thoughts and opinions of anybody else, what you genuinely enjoy. Okay. Um, pushing into that, 
my biggest bottleneck this year, which I learned a massive lesson from was I got a lot of dopamine spikes and a lot of gratification from doing and bringing more things to the business. Now I am a creator. My brain works really well with creating systems to make things faster and simpler or creating offers that make things faster and simpler. Unfortunately, this last year I got taken to a whole nother level with it, where we created a console agency, a VA agency, we brought in multiple programs. And then I realized through doing all of this, um, it actually stretched my energy so thin that I wasn't able to give the direct energy that any of those businesses needed. And pretty much all of them ended up kind of taking a plummet and no one shares a side of business. And I'm so willing to share it because genuinely, like I, I just wanted to do everything. I wanted to be the best at everything. And unfortunately, without mastering one thing uh, first, I kind of stretched myself too thin and delivery kind of slipped off. Lead gen kind of slipped off. It was really hard to keep management of my team. We made really like 10 hires in one month at one point that we ended up having to let a lot of them go because I actually didn't need those positions. We were just going through a hyper growth phase that I didn't really plan specifically for. And I stretched myself a little too thin. So the number one thing I'm going to tell you with this one is do not try to do too many things too quickly. Don't integrate a bunch of new offers. Don't integrate a bunch of new businesses. Stick to your offer, master your offer, master the lead gen, double down, get more DMs out. Um, do as much as you possibly can to just build community surrounding that service-based offer. And you will then see your business start to really take off. Once you master that offer, you can start doing different lead gen systems for it. And then add in another offer, a downsell, um, something that will kind of align with the business that you are building. So that's going to be number two, um, is just making sure that you do not stretch yourself too thin and stick to just mastering that offer. And that is actually number three, which is going to be master your dang offer. I do not see enough people mastering their offer in a way that I genuinely think aligns with who they are as a person. I see a lot of people doing body recomp coaching. A lot of people just focusing on the surface level. Um, you know, these are the changes you need to make. Here's the physical aspect. There you go. But I learned a lot from Alex Ramosi this last year, just watching a lot of his YouTube videos, listening to a lot of his podcasts. And I think the biggest thing I took away from him and his wife, um, was I truly learned that um, one of the big things that you need to do when you're mastering your offer is you do not need to build out a massive course, do a bunch of stuff when you're first getting started. The best thing that you can do is think of the main problem that your ideal client has, think of the main solution that you offer them, and then more importantly, what excuses do they make to not be able to get to that solution? And that is going to add to the problem, okay? So if they wanna lose weight, wanna lose body fat, Okay, why, right? And then what excuses do they make to not get there? It doesn't work for me. A lot of self-sabotaging tendencies, right? Which then leads to you being able to build out pillars for your offer that help you get people there. So what's the how, right? For us, we're working on self-awareness. We're working on neuroplasticity, helping people rewire and retrain the thoughts of their brain so that they actually feel like they deserve the progress that they do deserve because Right now, they just might not believe that, right? So master your offer in a way that is so masterful that people are just like, wow, that is different. That is exactly what I'm looking for. That is my coach. Um, and then put that everywhere. Bring that to your audience. Bring it to your market, right? And focus on how they can actually rewire and retrain those thought patterns based off of the how that you are now giving them. So find the main problem, find the main solution, find the excuses that they make to get to the solution so that you can then come up with even greater solutions that are very specific to them and their needs. So that's going to be 
Oh, I believe that was the third one for you guys. Um, and then we'll jump into number four. So I have, a, I have a pretty decent list here. I have about 10 here for you guys. So number four is having humility. Over this last year, I did a lot of ego work to learn more about where I was holding myself back. Your ego is a defense mechanism that puts you in fight or flight mode, and it can come in handy when you just know that you do not belong in a certain place. You don't want to sign up for a certain program, right? But then there's also ego that holds you back in a way that's more of a limiting belief, right? So more of a limiting, limiting belief is like, you feel safe to do it, but maybe you're holding yourself back because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust the program. You don't trust, you know, the collaboration. You don't feel good enough to do it. You don't feel like you can succeed, right? That's your ego holding you back, right? And that's subconscious thoughts that you need to work on rewiring, which takes a lot of, a lot of work, right? So having humility is so vital because when I really started pouring into learning from mentors, um, connecting to more people and putting my ego aside to be like, I do need help. I can ask for help. Um, I realized that something that was super cool about that was I started learning so, 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 so much, right? Humility is one of the most incredible things that I think I see in my students when I see them just so eager and willing to learn without having as much resistance because they're just so open-minded. Um, it takes them so much further. We can work through things so much quicker um, because we're not constantly worrying about um, ego getting in the way or them challenging those thoughts, which is really hard to do. It's not the easiest thing in the world to have humility, but that's why being self-aware is so key um, to be able to have more humility. And that's something I think that just comes along with learning about what self-awareness is, what your blocks are, what your limiting beliefs are, which is why, again, entrepreneurship is literally just personal development with paycheck, right? So that's another huge part of, I think, just really being able to succeed in this space is having humility and just honestly succeeding in life is just being an open book, being open to people's perspective, even if you think it's quote unquote wrong or you're not in agreement with it. Um, you don't have to agree with it, but you can always learn from someone's perspective, which is why I think rather than always arguing it, focusing more on just embodying it and being like, okay, cool. Let's think about why they think that way. Right. Um, and that will really help you just learn more about individuals. Um, jumping into the next one, I see a lot of, um, inauthenticity and this last year, I think one of the big things I learned from my students was so many people in our space are posting content that they feel like they're supposed to. It has to be clean cut, has to always educate. It has to be a very like health and wellness brand. And it actually takes away from being authentically who you are. And so if something scares you post it, okay, this is going to be number five. If something scares you post it this last year, I posted so much of my personal development journey. And I was like, my audience isn't going to like this. These are not my people. They don't care about a healing journey. All they care about is nutrition. All they care about is training. Um, I didn't post my groceries. I didn't post my hair products, my skincare products. I didn't post any of that stuff because I felt like my audience just didn't care when in reality, they want to see everything outside of my fitness and my nutrition. And that's such a huge part of my life. Like I was only showing and showcasing my fitness journey and as well as like my business coaching, I wasn't really showcasing a lot of like wins because I was afraid that, you know, people would think I was greedy for showing my clients money wins, you know, having six and seven figure earners, um, sometimes thinking, oh, wow, like people are going to think I'm salesy. People are going to think I, um, I'm just in this for the money. When in reality, I'm helping other people make money and help them change lives. And I really got past that fear this last year. So I thought to myself, you know, if something scares me to post, it means that I need to post it because that's usually the content that actually resonates with people the most and actually connects you to your audience 
more than you would think it would. So if something scares you, post it. It's going to help you so much with just pushing the needle forward and being able to connect better to your audience as well as just feel more authentic with the content that you are putting out. So that's number five. Next, when outsourcing, when building your business, number six, please do not fully remove yourself. This last year, I made a lot of hires. I was really excited about outsourcing. I helped my students outsource. And so many of my clients outsourced and they thought, oh, hey, I outsource things. I can fully remove myself. I actually did this myself with a lot of um, the work that was kind of going on, um, you know, messaging, sales calls, et cetera. And the numbers started to slowly go down. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And I was constantly thinking to myself, okay, we already have the bottleneck of me stretching myself too thin. Now I couldn't check on things because I stretched myself thin. And in addition to that, I had removed myself because I wasn't able to check on them. And so I noticed just slowly numbers started to kind of creep down for outbound lead generation, number of calls being booked, et cetera. And it was pretty alarming. I was like, okay, I need to jump back in here and see what's happening. And the minute I jumped back in, my team just started really hauling ass. And like, they're a great team. They always go above and beyond. But as a leader, when you remove yourself, it says a lot about how the team continues to work. Um, and also just making sure things are being done the way that are up to par and up to your standards, right? And so if you start outsourcing, the biggest tip I have for you is do not, do not, do not remove yourself from all the systems that you have built out because it's a crucial step in being able to continue to succeed um, as well as have your team continue to pour into those systems to just be as successful as possible. So make sure you don't remove yourself. Next. All right, I have two more for you guys, okay? Next is kind of similar to entrepreneurship being personal development with a paycheck. In addition to that, something I've also learned this last year is pretty much as you grow in your business, you're just unlocking levels. You're basically just unlocking new identities that you need to grow into and that you're forced to grow into in order for you to actually push the needle forward. In order for you to serve more people, break through any blocks, you have to essentially unlock a new level. Think of it like a video game. You're literally in a video game unlocking new levels that will help you help more people. And the more confident that you can be in yourself, the quicker you're going to unlock those levels, the more that you do block removal and limiting belief removal, you are going to unlock those levels. So constantly be working on mindset and discovering who you are. And that is going to require spending a lot more time with yourself, which is something that I did this last year, is being able to reflect on what those levels look like, how you can unlock them, and what you need in order to get there. Because we already have everything we need inherently inside of us, but we just need to really believe in ourselves and have confidence. So spending time with yourself to unlock those new identity levels and shifts is going to be huge. Okay. And then last but not least, our last one on here. So this was a huge lesson for me this last year. I think this is probably, besides the first one I talked about with you guys, personal development with paycheck. This is going to be number two. And that's that you never arrive at a destination. So you might as well enjoy the journey because every single time based off of psycho-cybernetics, right? Every single time that we achieve a goal, we are goal-oriented naturally. We have a part of our brain in the front, front little piece of our brain that tells us based off of psycho-cybernetics that we are constantly going to be craving more. We're goal-oriented people. Um, we wanna push the needle forward. Once we reach a goal, we're more than likely going to set another goal for ourselves. So why not just enjoy the journey? It's just like what you want to be telling your fitness coaching students, right? Or your fitness coaching clients, right? They are going to get to the goal. They're going to lose five pounds. And it's more than likely that at some point they're going to want to set another goal for themselves, whether it's 
you know, having a heavier squat, whether it's, you know, honing in on a certain aspect of their physique or um, whether it's, you know, improving their digestive health or whatever that might look like, it's more than likely they're going to set another goal for themselves. So why not just help them enjoy the destination, the journey, because the destination is never actually going to be, I think, something we fully embody, right? Um, the journey is the destination. And so with your business, start enjoying the little things, start celebrating every client that you sign. Start celebrating every single win with your team. Start celebrating every single time that you get a post up that, you know, you feel super in alignment with and start celebrating more of those wins that you, we might not deem as something that's so massive or so important, but it really is. And it's what's going to help us continue to push the needle forward in our business. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I wanted to keep it as short as possible. I gave you guys, I think I believe it's what eight, eight takeaways that I had for this last year that were just my biggest. There were so many. It was so hard for me to even choose what I wanted to actually um, go over with you guys. But this, this is just a huge part of the journey that really I've had um, over these past just like few weeks few years, few months. And I wanted to share it with you guys because there's only going to be more incoming. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will chat with you guys in the next one. In the meantime, guys, join our Facebook group and our Instagram page. I'll put those in the show notes so that you guys can connect with me over there, ask any questions that you might have. And as always, guys, leave a review. I would love to know your thoughts on the episode or the podcast or anything that you want to hear.